episode 26. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Voice of an angel. I don't know where that came from. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was just as surprised as you were. Really. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is a nice chill start for D5. It really is. But it's gone full haggis once we get into it. Nice. I will explain in a minute. I just want you to experience this bass coming in. I'm just turning my volume up. Just sashimi again. Sashimi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- sh- shimmy. Shimmy, like a, like a car. <laughs> Shamwa. Like the thing you use to clean a car. <laughs> Epic beard, though. It's good for getting the windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it dislodges the ice, but then, then you can shimmy. Like a... I don't know, I'll go with this. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on quickly. No, I do, I do. I like the sound of this at the beginning, mate. It's very. Uh, it's got a kind of tropical house vibe at the moment. Are we? Do we move into different mm. types of house in the set? Or yeah, this set explores all sorts of types of house music. It came out of uh, an idea we had myself and my friend Brian here in in Wuxi. We were talking about DJing in the park. And we talked about this before in the Echo Chamber. We got a big speaker, got the decks, we set up in the park. We wanted to have a bit of a like what we used to do, a bit of a challenge to what we were playing. Mm-hmm. So we picked, taking inspiration from your Rainbow set a few episodes ago, we picked 24 tracks each, one from each of the keys, and then we've ordered them. Uh, so the key plays on the left deck and I play on the right deck. We play like the 1A, 1A, 2 1B, 1B, 2B, So one of you plays all the Bs and one of them plays all the As? No. He plays oh, on the right deck and I play on the left deck, but we all play our own sets. So we, oh. This is my set of 24 tracks. Right. When I play with Brian, every track on here will be mixed with one of his. Right. So you'll get like a, an hour and a half set. Oh my god. Immediate, immediate gel. Well gel. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Like, I, what was nice uh, like, about DJing with you is, uh, is that kind of backwards and forwards and like you kind of coming up with different ways of exploring uh, a kind of a duo DJ relationship, you know? That's brilliant though. I'm, uh, that, that sounds like a really cool thing to do, especially in the park as well, with yeah. your um, brand new massive JBL speaker with the lights and stuff. I saw some videos, it looked amazing. I reckon that in a couple of weeks, We'll be able to do it. Sort of sunrise set. Get the GoPros out. Film it with the GoPros. Get a drone out. Film it from the sky. Amazing. You yeah, know what you need to do for a sunrise set? What's that? You need to stay up all night for sunrise. Party! <laughs> Enter into sunrise in a. I'm ready to start the the next day. Uh, still partying. 
Oh, I like this. Yeah, so I've, like, this is a bit more classic house. Um, yeah. I don't know if, for any listeners who are not really sure what house music is. Um, I have done absolutely no research whatsoever, so I'm just going to tell you what I can remember. <laughs> so, house music is short for, I think, warehouse music, because it used to be played in warehouses uh, in the, I want to say, 80s. It's around about 120 to 128 beats a minute, sort of like EDM range that we yep. all love. Um, there was a big acid house movement yep. in the late 80s, early 90s which was fueled by uh, basically ecstasy in the UK. <laughs> well, um, that and, that and acid, LSD at the time. I remember my dad, well, yeah. I, I'm not saying my dad used to like go to these or whatever, but it was, it was common, um, like, uh, it was a common phrase back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, where if you got really excited, this was so bizarre, such a random tangential story, this, but whenever my dad used to get excited, he just you know, seed like this, and I'm like, as a child, I had no idea as to the the context or relevance of it. And then as I like as I got older and it like especially more like into EDM music and learned more about the history of like house, acid house, techno, deep techno, whatever. Uh, and this this phrase came up in a in a video from a from a rave in like the early nineties, and someone went acid like this, and I was like, oh my god, my dad used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow, okay, that's that's a bit of a one for the one for the books. But yeah, so I think it all it all stemmed from that that, that kind of late eighties psychedelia LSD induced acid. And then, uh, and then to the '90s when the introduction of uh, things like ecstasy and stuff happened, which simultaneously, simultaneously happened at the same time that that hooch came out and alcohol pops hit the market, which is just a bizarre See, aside point. Who knew? Who knew we knew so much about house music and its accompanying crazes? Yeah, well, I, I just uh, oh, I see sneaking a bit of Elderbrook in there. Nice. Oh yeah, I love this song. This is the MK remix. But he puts that... Yeah. Behind it, it gives it a bit more pace because uh, Old Friend is quite... It's quite airy, actually, quite, in the original. Airy and but almost haunting, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it, this moves away from haunting and more into having a bit more of a structured bass line to it. I love this break now. Anyway, back to our house lesson. <laughs> Sorry, I digress so. with the story about my, my dad. <laughs> That's all right. There we go, carry That's on. To uh, so regular listeners of the Echo Chamber, you will be used to the fact that we just talk over the top of each other. Yeah, <laughs> and interject with poignant stories from our past. <laughs> By the time we get to like, song 15, I'll go, I think we were talking about something. <laughs> so, house music. Uh, it's traditionally, I don't like using the word traditionally to do with dance music, but old school house was built with an 808 synthesizer. Yeah. 
No, an 808 synthesizer is a really cool synth. Um, it's got uh, uh, live samples of a drum kit on it, but, and it's the <laughs> the bass. <laughs> me segueing into some older school house music. You haven't explained what house music is yet though. You got, you got, you, you sort of digressed there, a bit like, squirrel! <laughs> Just to explain, I was putting Dave off there. Uh, he was talking about synthesizers, so I was making a really geeky, <laughs> spectacle-wearing, geek face gesture, and he just started laughing. And Taylor, I mean, how? They're supposed to be a teacher. <laughs> nah, mate, admin. <laughs> yeah, largely these days, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, go ahead, carry on. Right, 808 synthesizer. An 808 synthesizer is a classic house instrument. Instrument? Yeah, we know. Um, and it's got a very distinctive hi hat sound. I mean, it's, it's not distinctive anymore, it's built into loads of. Uh, digital audio workspaces but the original one is a very distinctive hi-hat open and close and it's got that you can hear it in most house music you've got the kick the snare and the the sound that yeah. everyone associates yeah. with the dance music it's like one of the most sort of popular sounds isn't it in, oh, in so much and dance music yeah and, and then depending on the speed of it and what synthesizer you're using to go with it and how you're layering vocals and things determines the genre of house music that you're on about. This is more classical house which is sampled disco music. Um, this is closer to original Chicago house. They say that house music started in Chicago because there was a DJ, like a radio DJ, who had a big war against disco music. There was a very big end of season, baseball season game happening in Chicago. And on his radio show, he said, bring all your disco records, we're going to burn them on the field. Oh. And they did. They brought they brought his disco records, struck them on, and he was like, death to disco. And there was a riot. The baseball game never got to happen. But what happened after that was all these people who liked disco music started mixing it with their synthesizers and, and their electronic music to produce house music. Awesome. That was the birth of Chicago House. I love learning. I do. I genuinely do. It's one of the reasons why I became a teacher. And I love the concept that you learn something new every day. And that I didn't know, and I found that very interesting. Thank you. No problem. And also, Chicago is an awesome city. I've been there once for a wedding, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was well, like, a bit more grittier than. New York, it was just like the people were really, really lovely. So I can, I can totally see that vibe sort of in my head. Like, so we, went, we went to this wedding and like, we had this, like a, obviously like an after party and stuff. And sort of like, yeah, I got that sort of vibe from the people that they were quite like, you know, up for party and stuff. That's cool. So in this set, what I've tried to use is quite a lot of songs with samples of disco gospel sounds uh, to get that older school house feel to it mm. but also mix in some songs that are recognizable as modern classics like this one yeah oh uh, mario sound effects in the background there <laughs> <laughs> 
is this? Plus Frankie Rizzardo in the background with Oliver Heldens coming in. Ah! I wonder why I was recognising. Yeah, Heldens does a lot of really... What he's quite good at doing with the house style is like really, really like making it much deeper and bassier. There we go. That, that's his token bass line, isn't it? Oh, this is a really good set so far. It's got a much slower kick and uh, snare and hi-hat sound as Heldens. Here you've got the boots, boots. Yeah. But he'll often strip that back to just the kick and the snare. Yeah. Um, I suppose I should probably explain a little bit about why when we're on an even number for a set because this is episode 26 now as to why this isn't my set because I normally do the even number sets and Dave does the odd number sets the reason for that is that I'm currently in the UK and didn't bring my um, decks with me uh, and I've been in the UK for a couple of weeks now uh, didn't expect to be here maybe uh, quite as long as this but it, it, even that said I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken my decks with me anyway um, so, uh, yeah, so I've, I've asked Dave to put together this set, so next week, hopefully, when I'm back in Egypt, I'll take back over and then we'll swap over and I'll be on the odd numbers and Dave will be on the even numbers. Now, I know, Kevin, that that's going to irk you because odd numbers are not even numbers. <laughs> what? But, but as long as I stick to one, I'll be alright. If, if this was the volume button on a TV, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> Uh, it has to be evens or multiples of five, but... 100% agree. Uh, well, I mean, I can't be the only... I mean, people do take the piss of me, like, out of me for that kind of thing, but I'm sure I'm not the only person out there who prefers the volume in their car or television, or where it is, to be on an even number. Or a zero, uh, or a five. Or a prime number. A what? How do you feel about prime numbers for the volume control? I do like, I'm a fan of prime numbers, but like, it's not that obvious. Uh, and you really have to sort of think about it. Uh, I, I just like, yeah, I don't know. You used to send me a picture of when, you know the episode 25, where you had to wake up at like three o'clock in the morning. You sent me a picture of like, yeah. all your alarms back to back. So one of the yeah. alarms was set to like 3.07 or something. I was like, Ugh, oh my God, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried once set my alarm for like nine minutes past and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> oh, we're going a bit synthy here. This is like house synth. Ooh, I like it. This is a section of a really long song called Park Talk by Boots and Cats. Boots and Cats. Boots and Cats. That makes a sound, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. The original song's like seven minutes long. I'm like, nah, I'm not using that much. To any of our, any of our listeners who don't know about this, if you say Boots and Cats over and over again, it makes the, the house... Uh, like kick and snare sound. Boots and cats, boots and cats, boots and cats. This is Loud Luxury coming in and it sounds brilliant with the boots and cats. Yeah, this sounds really good. 
I love the way the vocals just start to take over the song. Mm. Oh, that was perfectly timed. The two broke together really nicely, though. And here's where I tell you, I have recorded this set three times to get that right. I'm like, nope, no, not good enough. I've got it right before. See, that's the kind of thing that when you're performing a set that you put together live, and I always do it live, I never use my pre-recorded set. But even if you're performing a set live that you've already pre-recorded, you've already been through it a few times, it may have taken you four or five times to, to record the set to get it right. If, when you're performing it live in front of an audience, you get it right, and that, that breaks at the right time. Oh my God, the elation, the, the, just the, the celebration. I remember me and you used to like turn to each other and be like, yeah! <laughs> Uh, so the other thing I've done in this set, which I don't think I've, you'll have heard too much yet, I what I've done is recorded it in sections. The first section um, is song one to twelve. The second section is thirteen to twenty-four. Actually, twenty-five. So they're stuck in a song on the end. And I've gone into Ableton, which is a, a program for building your own music. And I've come up. I've built uh, drum and cymbal loops to go along with the different songs. Some of the songs and mixes are supported by my own music. That's amazing. And I'm, and it, I'm really happy with it. Well, this is it. And it, it. Like, you can hear it. It gives you that continuity. You've really got that house, like, boots and caps running all the way through in this first half. Like you say, it just gives that continuity to it. And that's, that, like, I mean, that's super professional level, though. No, it, it's brilliant that you're doing that. I mean, I, I definitely need to get my head around Ableton. I just, for some reason, I don't seem to be able to find the time as much as, uh, or maybe it's just the inclination. But uh, you, you're so much more effective at managing your uh, managing your, your recreational time than I am. Um, but definitely, I do need to do need to give it a go. Oh, this is nice. There's loads of good um, YouTube tutorials and things. That I've just learned by watching a video on YouTube and then jumping on myself, seeing what happens. And usually I make a total ball off of it. Yeah, but that's, that's part and parcel. I remember when we first started, uh, sort of DJing things like socially or publicly. And like, whenever you used to make a mistake, it would be like, oh, I remember my first ever Moon Beach performance uh, when I performed set that. I made a balls up in like the first 45 seconds, so I just stopped it and went back to the beginning. And it's like, <laughs> Like the idea of doing that now, of like being that concerned about a minor mistake, it's crazy. Like now, it's like mistakes like make almost like make the same. It, it puts you on little like little sample because your recovery from that is part of the fun of it. If you miss a you miss a, a cue point or something, you're like, oh, how can I get this one back? Whereas back in the day when we first started with the the anxiety of it, not knowing or having the the experience and the expertise, as it were. It really used to irk and, and, and freak me out, but now it's just, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what we were talking about last week. Well, what Viral was talking about last week with regards to, you know, just like the longer you stick at something, the, the better you get. But uh, I, I really enjoy the challenge now.
Yeah, I've openly made mistakes like, like out in public playing a gig, you know. An hour and a half in, and I've just pressed stop on the wrong deck, like, oops, <laughs> play. <laughs> yeah. Last song in the first half that I have recorded up to the end of this song I recorded as one act. Then I went into 13 to 25, and then I've built them together. So the crossover between this and the next song is not a live mix. It's done on a a doll with an, and drums and cymbals underneath. So it's pre-recorded. This mix here. Ah, okay, brilliant. Yeah, no, I've done that in a few sets where you've like pre-recorded mixes and then use that in the set. It just has a, an extra layer of um, complexity and sort of depth to it, doesn't it? Yeah. But I, I like, but I haven't used Ableton to create it though. So I just sort of did it on the decks and then recorded it as an individual sound file. So where would you see this set being most contextually apt? Oh, this is like a, an after dinner. This is an after dinner set, like... Seven till nine, just getting ready to go out, put it on yeah. the background. Yeah. It's a bit of fun, it's a bit of old school, it's a bit of new tracks, you know? I was just about to say, pre-drinks. That, yeah. This, is, this for me would be like ideal sort of pre-drinks, getting ready music, uh, and then I, I presume towards the end it's gonna, it'll pick up slightly uh, in that respect. Uh, it does a bit, yeah. It does yeah, yeah, yeah. cool off, like a, there's a, there's a, we're ready to go out moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's the point where you normally hit stop and then hop in the Uber and get yourselves down to the nightclub. Obviously this isn't a world pre-Covid where nightclubs were a feasible, <laughs> a feasible option. Although I did watch Boris's announcement yesterday, because I'm in the UK, I, I watched uh, Boris's announcement for the staged uh, reintegration back to normal, well, some semblance of normality. And uh, he said that 21st of June is the golden date where everyone, every, all, in, all kind of restrictions will be lifted. And I'm thinking, bloody hell. Instagram is going mad for that. Well, no, no, mate, no, no, that's not the date. I think the, the key date is, I think it was either the 12th or the 14th of April. And it said, as, um, as it's been reported on BBC News, you get those, like, uh, the scrolling bar across the bottom with yeah. highlights of the headlines are. And it said, uh, for, like, 12th or 14th of April, the day beer gardens reopen. <laughs> and I thought, fuck, I'd love to be in the UK for that that day. That day is gonna be so mental. I absolutely oh can you imagine all the pubs just open at the same time on the same day? If it's a sunny afternoon, England is literally fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a high hope. Sunny in April. Yeah, it is a high hope, but I just, the mental imagery that it conjures was just uh, hilarious. I can, I can imagine lots of uh, funny Reddit like videos and... Yeah. 
bit of groove delight. Oh yeah. Nice. Oh, hello, bass. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a that wasn't a polite introduction of bass. That wasn't a shake the hand. That was a <laughs> that was a Scottish headbutt. <laughs> yeah, I like Before that. Before we get too far in the episode, if you're not listening on good headphones, go get your headphones. Ah, uh, he says twenty-five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people are used to us saying that by now. At the end. We'll be, it's around about this point we'll get a WhatsApp message from Dave Virrell on a jog going, I'm still listening on shit headphones. <laughs> I've got two bean cans tied uh. together with string. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really down this bit with two cans of beans strapped to the side of his head? <laughs> That's amazing. <sighs> Nice. Oh, that went in a different direction. It's kind of got a bit. Mm. That garagey, a bit garagey sort of bass line there. Yeah, I thought, has, I thought yeah. it was going to go. I thought it was going to go deep, but it didn't. I don't know what you're doing. See, it's at this point during a set that I'd be like, "Ooh, where's he going now?" Intriguing. <laughs> I'm probably the only person doing that. <laughs> no, this is this is my lifting up a little bit. Most people are just like drunkenly dancing, not like I'm, uh, I'd be there like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's lifting it up gently. Yeah. This is more old school. This is Frankie Wah. Yes. Oh. What day is it? Oh no. Three more days. So on the 26th, Christoph releases his new single, and it's got Frankie Wah on it, and a guy called Arch, A R T S H E S C H E, and. I saw a glimpse of it, like a, a teaser trailer for it, and it, it just sounds so good. And it's really got this Frankie Wah sort of wah, 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 yeah. sort of in the background, but it's got that kind of Christoph kind of slow, slowly burning build in it. It sounds amazing. Well excited for that. It's all up in the stairs, isn't it? I love that deep synth. Oh, I'll be listening to this set again. Without us talking over the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a really good chill set. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to download a load of our episodes um, and listen to them on my flight back to Cairo. Whilst I'm also preparing for next week's set, hopefully I'll have the set ready in time for me to do next episode. But I'll also listen to that in the airport. The one, the one upside to, to travelling by yourself is just having the earphones on the entire time. It makes the whole three hours in the airport so much easier to oh, yeah. cope with. 
Oh. I find this, I'm like, when am I gonna have a time to use this song in a normal set? Like, this is going in my house one. Yeah. <laughs> it's got real classic house drums, like the, the boots and cats. Freaking lasers, man! <laughs> But it's a fat, it's a it's a much looser swing to the drums. Yeah, but for some reason this is really making me think of Scott Pilgrim. I have no idea why. <laughs> like a final level. I know how all of my analogies come back to video games. But... Oh, I like where this is going. This was hard because this, the the previous song is Miguel Bastida and it's a really loose swing to it, whereas Gregory Porter with Liquid Spirit is a clap yeah. a much tighter beat. And so getting them to, to work together was hard. This has a this has a really, really Gregory Porter feel to it. It's that piano, yeah. it's the introduction of the piano. It is. And uh, yeah, the use of the little sound bites of uh, like kind of gospel or evangelical sounding like, like you'd Im- imagine like a, like a church service or something like, do you know what I mean? It's got that sort of feel to it. Yeah. I love that about a lot of house music. This, this one's really gospel and that's why I wanted to put it in because um, it feels really like sampled and uh, electronic drum beated and it just modern take on classic house and I love that he doesn't just go full on drums he really lets his vocals come through well he's thinking about the message of the song isn't he yeah yeah that spirit sort of slowly building inside of you, but a bit like a, a gospel acclamation sort of thing, like sort of building inside you. Yeah, there it is. Uh, you can see rows and rows of pews of people clapping along to this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, he's making a, a kind of re- religious reference with, you know, feel the spirit, but obviously, like a musical reference as well. It's, it's like it's a it's a real clever play on the the, the gospel sort of milieu to, to to this type of house music. So, an update for all of you listeners: if you're not already listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. You can now listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or both. Yeah! Why not, why not do both? We go in <laughs> big time. <laughs> it's basically, we need to go on Apple Podcasts because of the volume of our China listeners. I got, <laughs> I got, a, I got a WhatsApp from uh, Sarah, Sarah Newton the other day. He said, uh, 
She's like, oh my god, I've just been for a run. I can actually listen to you without a VPN now, now that you're on Apple. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's great. she's in China as well. She's like, oh my yeah. god, great. Oh, that was a great drop. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over that. That was lovely. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so she was, like, she was saying, like, because China's so Apple-orientated and not Google-orientated, whereas you know, UK and Egypt are so Google-orientated, it's, it's nice to have it. It's an open option for, for both, you know, sort of both sets of audiences, as it were. Let's run SoundCloud, Apple, Google. Next stop, Spotify. Watch the space barrel. We're coming for you. Oh, can he only get Spotify in Brazil? No. No, no he, he, get... he listens to us on oh, Spotify, right? and I'm sure he can get us on Apple and Google, but I also know he has Spotify, and, I, and yeah. for him, I'm going to go try and work out how to get us on Spotify. Well, back in the day when we used to, when me and Beryl used to play in the pool leagues in, uh, in Mardi, Cairo, he, he was always the producer of music, I was always the producer of the speaker. Uh, we'd set up the speaker in the, in the pool hall, and uh, I don't, it was a big JBL. And he'd always put his Spotify sort of favourite songs on. And he was a really eclectic mix, but like, everyone always enjoyed it. Uh, he's, a, he's a big Spotify hound, like, trawling well, whenever, whenever he sends us songs, it's always listen to this from Spotify, like, it pushes yeah. you into the Spotify. Like he, so yeah, he puts, his, he puts his own playlist together. I think there's, a, there's an inner DJ in him, definitely. Oh, absolutely. So the idea for next week, uh, I'm gonna, we're hopefully going to invite Sarah Newton to come on. Now, if if I haven't finished my set by the time I get back to Egypt and she isn't available, then that might not happen. But that will happen in a couple of weeks' time after that. But if it does happen, then that will be a really nice uh, sort of bounce off from this. So if this is the kind of pre-drinks, getting ready for a night out, then that, then her set, and she's she's given me all the music for it, I've just mixed it all in my own life, um, and my own, quite at certain stages, rapey life, I might add, it's a bit, it's a bit quarantine session-y at points, like literally, basically, you remember quarantine sessions, it was like, what, 28 songs in 45 minutes, I've tried yeah. to, I've tried to beat my record, I tried to go like 30 songs in like 50 minutes, uh, which is very like Sarah because she was very uh, like she very like come on quickly we've got to do it we've got to do the next thing next thing next thing she's she's a bit like me actually in that respect um, but that 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 music is all going to be super popular EDM dance oh like this well known good EDM music or dance music. Did you hear yesterday that Daft Punk... Tragic news. Oh, tragic news. That Daft Punk are retiring, breaking up and retiring. I look forward to the reunion tour in 2025. Wait, I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you'll be telling me Run DMC aren't together anymore. I mean... <laughs> My mate Draper sent me um, uh, like a, a link to a Twitter video 
about this song. And it's from an old, uh, like, soul song. And they take three samples. And he does it on screen. It shows you which samples of the song that he takes. Uh, and he takes three separate samples from one line of the song. Extends it. Stretches it out. And then cuts the three samples together. And that's what creates the... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It goes, loops four times. Dun, 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 dun. And it, those are the three samples. Oh my god, it's amazing. Well, that, you'll have to include the uh, the link to it in the in the comments. You know, we always say that we never remember. To oh, I know, I know. But I'll send it to you anyway, mate. Everyone else who's listening, they can look it up. But just look at how this song was made. <laughs> One more time, that one. It's on Twitter. Now this is hard. Because if I was building the set at this point, Daft Punk does that uh, vocally analog thing where it doesn't follow the, the beat but Calvin Harris and Love Regenerator underneath is like on the drum beat yeah so I was like fingering the, the, the <laughs> fingering the discs quite a lot <laughs> I just realised that that's disgusting I mean the note I love how I get the blame for these the kind of double entendres but really uh, anyway, you, you set him up and I just knock him out of the park. How deep are you fingering it, Dave? <laughs> well, just very lately. He's just, just going to be very gentle with some of this. Just around the edges. Better than I thought. <laughs> it's nice. This will be the real test. If these two break together, I'm going to be impressed. I'll be very impressed. Happy with that? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love the voice of the, just the repetitive peace, love, happiness in the background. Yeah, that was a really nice exit out of that bump. And now this is starting to pick up momentum then as well. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, really, really nice. 
the Love Regenerator one just sits in between uh, Daft Punk and M22 with White Lies. It just as acts as the, the transition yeah. between the two. So, I mean, basically, everything that we do in terms of like, like DJ mixing between songs is either the difference between a straight swap over or uh, a very long gradual change. And, it, and the skill is like learning the length of the transition that you should like incorporate into that mix. And that was spot on, mate. Really good. Thank you very much. This has got a real 90s girl vibe. I'm not quite sure if this... Yeah, this is why it constitutes house. I'm like, why is this house music? There we go. Yeah. But it's got, yeah, it's got that, it sort of, sort of felt a bit girl bandy, but then you know, it came with that, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. no, that really sort of made it. 90s synth. You can imagine the guy with massive sunglasses indoors in a nightclub, just one-handed playing chords on a piano. <laughs> but the other thing about this as well is the, 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 the kick in this that sounds like hands clapping, as opposed to yeah, uh, drum being this. That. Snare. Yeah, the snare. It sounds like hands clapping as opposed to snare. Now you're really getting ready to go out. Where do you want to go? Go up. Where do you want to go? You're ready to go out. Where do I want to go? Yeah, my feet want to go dancing. I want to go dancing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll edit that together into a seamless sentence. No, no, don't edit together. This, uh, this is very much uh, indicative of how loud I have the music by comparison to how loud I can have the volume from Dave's Skype call. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't hear him then. <laughs> oh, Fisher. Making an appearance. Obligatory. Yeah. You beautiful bastard. And I picked this one because I love his almost, again, gospel vocal. Yeah. And you can hear the, the whole kick hat. I love the sentiment of this song. It's just like, move, get out of the way. I want to go dancing. Get yeah. on that dance floor. Uh, which is very fisher-like. This sounds great. Oh, the two of them together sound wonderful. <laughs> this is Colombian Soul by Mark Knight, who I know has paired with Armin Van Buren in the past. Very happy with that. I'm very, very happy with that as well. <laughs> as was evidenced by my dancing just now. Moves, 
everything about this sounds great. Already on song 23 here. This is the, the Mark May one. I'm liking this. I'm just listening. It's a good sound, isn't it? It's not a song I'm familiar with, so I'm just sort of like quite enjoying listening. Felix the house cat. Nice. Oh yeah. With, uh, Chicago oh, love. He's a, he's a massive fan of Felix the house cat. Yeah. This is me chilling right down. Like you ready to go right now? Yeah, it was around about the, the last song with Fisher and that last mix that you did. That's the point I would have been like, yep, I'm good to go. Yeah. Three drinks over, let's go out. I am ready for dancing. Whereas this is now like, oh, for those, those members of this room who don't decide to go out, they just carry on listening, having a, having a wee chill drink at home. Smooth jazz. <laughs> So I really like these two songs together. There's actually two playing. That sax sounds and the piano is from Piano Boy, Piano Boy, um, by a guy called Harold Stellar. It's not particularly housey, but with Chicago Love, that um, is from Chicago Love. The two of them together sound fantastic. Yeah, because you've got the, the drums. The drums are actually offset against each other, and so they keep the whole song moving along. It's got a real jazz vibe coming in here. It's lovely. Yeah. the double kick in Felix the Cat. Yeah. Which is a single and that's such a such a jazz name as well, isn't it? Yeah. Felix the Housecat. 
that's lovely. And that brings us to the uh, to the end of episode 26. Brilliantly, really, really enjoyed that. Gentle cruise out for everybody. Gentle cruise up to a, a peak point, and then yeah, like that nice smooth piano-y, jazzy finish. Beautiful, loved it. And and yeah, it was what we recorded in the park. Uh, so this one was prepared for a set in the park. We didn't record this one in the park. This will be happening next weekend the weekend after um when we get the right weather to go with uh where we want to film and where we want to play brilliant i'd say you're gonna get like loads of people interested in that mate that's absolutely fantastic loved it absolutely loved it good i'm really looking forward to uh the next one that you're gonna do which is sarah's set and i can't believe we've made it through like a full episode and talked about sarah newton and didn't slag her off. Do you think I should say something mean just to, so she doesn't get disappointed? Well, I'm, I'm maybe. Well, maybe we should. Uh, <laughs> or do we save it all for next week? <laughs> well, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just banking it really, uh, ready to fully offload next week. <laughs> That's gonna be amazing. Oh <laughs> uh, dear. No, no. Well, I will. I will be nice. I will be nice. Oh, okay. All right. I'll try and be nice too. I, I'm sure I can be nice. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for listening. If you aren't already listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, you can do that next week. Uh, We will see you next week. Thank you very much. See you next week.